0: So what an absolute amazing Halloween Havoc event it was. Absolutely amazing. I think 20 years after the pay-per-view was revived into a special television episodic show show of NXT. And it really gave out truly well. And also it had some shortcomings though that I will be talking about. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome everyone to Fighter Fury Podcast. I'm your host Amran Das. So now talking about tonight's nxt halloween havoc. It had five matches to be contested for the north american championship women's championship between Raquel Gonzalez and Rhea Ripley and also Then Santos Escobar and Jay Cutler, and a haunted house of terror match that was between Cameron Grimes and Dexter Lumis now five matches were contested in this whole event now it was really I'll say absolutely amazing once in a while special TV show for NXT that's good because last time we saw a special event that was in July that was for the NXT Great American Bash that was a two night event and this is a one night event that was okay it was good but it had some shortcomings too and also ups and downs I'll say it was really great so let's go match by match by match what happened really Now kicking things off was the Damien Priest vs Johnny Gargano for the NXT North American Championship Now this match really gave out very well. The kick start of NXT Halloween Havoc did really gave out very well I'll say amazing match and also the stipulation in this match was a spin the wheel make the deal And when the wheel was spun by Shotzi Blackheart who was hosting the whole event it came out to be as a devil's playground match now those who don't know devil's playground match is actually a hardcore match now hardcore matches haven't been around wwe since pg era kicked off we know that i think this is the first time we are seeing a hardcore type match now this hardcore match is basically the devil's playground match it's just suited to the event's name that's why its name was changed to devil's playground match now hardcore matches haven't been around PG era for quite a long time i think maybe we last time saw a hardcore match maybe around 15 years or so i think so because maybe last time i think i have seen a hardcore match that was between edge and Mick Foley at wrestlemania 22 maybe that was 14 years ago but still that was a quite that's a quite a long time almost a, a decade and a half so yeah, it was really great to see that the match was bought back. Also, it was not that much hard for it. it used to be like in a ruthless aggression era and in the attitude era where you just drip in blood. Everything that was not there. Okay, we know that it's PG era, but still the match was bought and it was contested in a very good way. And also portrayed very well in this event suiting its like the name itself suits in this thing like the match itself suits the event so yeah it was great to see the match being contested and in this match shockingly during the last moments of the match we see that someone hit damien priest with a lead pipe costing damien priest the north american championship and taking johnny gargano the win and becoming the first ever two-time north american champion of nxt now that mystery man mystery man or lady i don't know also in tried to interfere during the women's championship match too but that mystery man or lady was aborted by Shotzi Blackheart during the women's championship match but i think the one who is trying to help the Garganos i think it might be Indy heart well it very much obvious because the maybe uh, last week when there was there was some kind of bill maybe last week or so or uh, uh, before that when there was some kind of bill for the halloween havoc after the takeover indy hartwell sends an led tv to the garganos then we see indy hartwell again helping candice larry in a in a women's match by giving her brass knuckles now that's obvious that it may be indy hartwell so i cannot say who it will be confirmed but for me my gut says that whatever things are playing out it might be in the who's trying to i'll say help garganos or make a faction with them maybe or so i don't know it can be so and as far as this match goes i'll say this match was absolutely nuts they did they did play out very well in this match and as far as this match goes, Johnny Gargano took the pinfall victory over Damien Priest and became the first ever two-time NXT North American Champion. His first reign was very short, though. But the second time, I, I think it might be long. But we also we might not we might not set back Damien Priest too because he is set for a, set for a push. So that's why he might get, regain the title too. So we need to see what happens next upcoming episodes too. Then we see an absolute incredible promo cut by Pat McAfee and the team of Oni Larkin and Danny Murch, who are the newest WWE NXT Tag Team Champions by defeating the Brizango team. Now they come out and tell a very short promo, not very short, but a good promo, I'll say. Pat McAfee revealed that Ridge Holland was. Working for Pat McAfee. That means all the secrets of Takeover 13 was laid out here. Now we know mysteriously NXT Takeover 31 closed out We saw that Ridge Holland beat Adam Cole mysteriously. We don't. We didn't knew. We didn't know who 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 told him to do so or why did he do that. So that was the most mysterious ending. Like it left out a question mark in everyone's mind. So now Pat McAfee revealed that. He told Ridge Holland to beat Adam Cole because he was Pat McAfee was pissed by Adam Cole because Adam Cole didn't tell congratulate him for his debut or didn't even say good match or that he put on a show well at NXT Takeover 30 where he played against Adam Cole. So that's why he wanted to take a revenge. He was very much pissed, and also Ridge Holland wanted a card. So at at a deal what he told Ridge Holland is to beat beat up Adam Cole but after that like uh, it was a botched I think a week after it was a botched ending where Ridge Holland almost fractures his maybe leg or ankle and that's why he's out of action so he tells that so all his money was wasted so that's why he came out and took out all the undisputed era because he was pissed by Adam Cole now it is like the deeds of adam cole and pat mcafee are going to haunt the whole of undisputed era for a quite a very long time that is so because after that when he says that we saw kyle o'reilly come out to interrupt pat mcafee and Larkin and danny birch but along with him comes out as a surprise the bruiser with pete dunn now bruiser with pete dunn was stuck in england at great britain at london and we also know he is working for nxt uk as a executive producer producer so now it was a quite a surprise because we thought that maybe until the pandemics not over neither of the nxt uk superstars are going to show up on nxt unless they get get into quarantine or so because they need to quarantine for two weeks so that's the thing but surprisingly pete dunn comes and seemingly tries to help o'reilly by handing him a chair but instead what happens is that pete dunn turns heel and takes out kyle o'reilly and then pat mcafee O'Neill Orkin, and danny Merch and pete dunn take out kyle o'reilly making a statement that now these four men are going to run the nxt now maybe they are maybe the creative is going in a very new direction maybe they are trying to make new factions and nxt nxt has quite a lot of factions they are trying to do now undisputed era legado del fantasma now this one more thing the robert stone brand like it's many of them now because they need also because and it's also interesting because when factions are there it makes interesting too so that's why I'll say this whole promo thing was a very, very good way of revealing what happened. The mysterious ending at TakeOver 31. That was really awesome because how they played out, that was awesome. And also hats off to the creative writers and the producers of NXC. They did really well in doing so by bringing Pat McAfee and then also planning out beforehand how this is going to be. Like they have all planned for almost maybe 3 to 4 months ahead that's what we see now so we need to see what now happens with Undisputed Era and this newest faction between the Bruiser weight, the O'Neill Orton and Danny Burch and Pat McAfee so I think it's the deeds of Adam Cole as I said that as the deeds of Adam Cole and Pat McAfee are going to haunt the Undisputed Era for a quite a long time then we saw a single smash between the NXT Cruiserweight Champion Santos Escobar versus Jay Catalyst. It's a normal match, just a grudge match between these two. What happened is that happened as a result of a confrontation during the match last week in a six man tag team action. That time that's why the match happened, and also obviously Jay Catalyst lost at this match due to Raul Mendoza putting on a manipulated lucha mask and headbutting him with that, costing jake atlas to lose this match and santos Escobar take the win it's nothing much to say in this match then we saw the first another cinematic match of nxt that was for the haunted house of terror match now i'll not say it was a whole of a cinematic match it was a kind of cinematic match but i'll say it was a mixture of cinematic match and a live action match because the starting few minutes i'll say five to ten minutes was a cinematic match and the last few minutes it was also a live action match because they all came to the Capitol wrestling center and it all ended in inside the ring so i'll say it was quite a good thing the haunted house of terror match and i think i love this this whole new Thing that they made the haunted house of terror match between Cameron Grimes and Dexter Lewis even they didn't left they didn't leave out anyone not even the referees not even the newest one even we saw Anthony Green was one of the zombies inside the ring at Capitol Wrestling Center so they are you very nicely using every talent they want to see how they would perform how they perform inside the ring and outside the ring not just their talent but also another personality everything they want to test out like it was really kind of thing and given the fact that the character of Dexter Lewis is very well suited in this match because he's very weird he just stares on someone doesn't even talk doesn't even smile no expressions on his face doesn't his nor does his brow nor does his eyebrows move that's the thing that's why it makes dexter lumis very much weird and that's why it was very much suited in this type of match where haunted house of terror where he was the one who was manipulating cameron Grimes and all the haunted things and the house so that was really great and the match ended with dexter Loomis performing a submission called silencer on cameron grimes and thus cameron Grimes passing out to give dexter Loomis the technical submission win over Cameron Grimes and win the first ever hundred house of terror match of NXT. I love this match. It was absolutely great. I'll say Then we saw another grudge match between two of the baddest Powerhouses of NXT Rhea Ripley and Raquel Gonzalez now. This was absolutely brutal match now Rhea Ripley is 510 Raquel Gonzalez is six a full six feet now if you see both the women they are almost of the same stature they have the same type of body muscular they don't look like feminine they look all the way very very much muscular and that kind of stature it is it looks really really brutal and their fight inside the ring it was absolutely amazing to see between Two giant beasts going against each other. It was like these two women are the beasts of the women's division of NXT going head to head against each other. And they want to just like it was not two women clashing against each other. It was like two women's egos were clashing against each other. That's why this match was happening between these two. And I'll say this match was absolutely amazing too. This match was everything I'll say without any stipulation nothing just a singles match and also in this match we saw one thing Notice that Rhea Ripley struggled to take down Raquel Gonzalez almost the whole of the match it was Raquel Gonzalez who took over Rhea Ripley Rhea Ripley even struggled to take down Raquel Gonzalez her clothesline her riptide nothing was working on Raquel Gonzalez that shows how much strong Raquel Gonzalez is too rhea ripley being a former two-time nxt women's champion yes obviously she's a former nxt women's champion and a former nxt uk women's champion so that makes her two time so she being a two-time women's champion even couldn't take down raquel gonzalez for at least a minute in the match that was like the shocking moment in this match that shows that the grittiness the grittiness of raquel gonzalez and it will it is really good thing because because WWE needs new stars and I and I think I see another good star in Raquel Gonzalez she can very well replace out Rhea Ripley if Rhea Ripley moves out to the main roster from NXT and as far as this match goes this match was wow awesome nothing much to say then we also saw another thing that Tommaso Ciampa cut a promo where he is very much pissed about Velveteen Dream So next week they will be having 2 matches Tommaso Ciampa versus Velveteen Dream And Ember Moon will be taking on Dakota Kai because Dakota Kai hit Ember Moon with a kick So that's why last week So that's why these 2 matches will be happening next week on NXT And to close the show it was a main event time between Candice LeRae and Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. Now during the entrance of Yoshirai we also saw Poppy come to sing the entrance song of Yoshirai for the second time. We last time also one time also we saw uh, she come out during the I think maybe in the debut of NXT on USA Network. I think so. Yeah that time we saw and now again during the pandemic to poppy coming out and singing the nxt women's champions theme song that was really great and that was really great i'll say and this match as far as goes i was very much impressed by it not a uh, not a classic match it was good very much excellent extreme match and this match stipulation was a tlc match not tlc match but it was a tables ladders and scarce match which is which is a tlc match normally so this match was a tlc match normally and also in one moment we saw how candice lede got scared by the by the dead dummies of a dead body like the hands and the feet and the head uh, inside a table and that was also a very much moment of because the stipulation all it said tables ladders and scare so you need to scare someone so something like that and it was really good And great in this match both the women took very nasty landings also, but It was really good and also I was talking about that a mystery man or a woman was trying to help uh, The Garganos and also she did the same thing during in this match too She tried to help Candice LeRae win the NXT Women's Championship But she couldn't do it because that was averted by the host of tonight's show that was Shotzi Blackheart So by taking her down in a pile of chairs on a pile of chairs, and thus giving Yoshirai the win and also retaining the NXT Women's Championship, so that was really great too. Both the women took nasty landings, as I have said, and as far as the today's tonight's event goes, only among two championships, one title change took place. That was uh, the North American Championship when Johnny Gargano became the two-time NXT. North American champion and all the singles matches were good except the Santos Escobar versus uh, J.Catlas that should have been a cruiserweight championship match that would have been great, but it's okay It's just a, a two-hour show. So it won't fit around and as far as this uh, Whole show goes One shortcoming was is that that I have noticed the name itself suggests The Halloween Havoc so you need that should be scarier more brutal only one stipulation that I was very much amazed about It was the Devil's Playground match A hardcore match naturally That came about almost 15 years after And other stipulation that we saw Like the Haunted House of Terror That is just a cinematic match Nothing else And TLC match we have seen before It is every year it happens For some kind of reason or championship match But you know, that charisma, that kind of characteristic um, stipulations weren't there, I'll say, like biker chain match, casket matches, then also some kind of glove match that was there on the pole, that thing was there, then the chamber of horrors match, that wasn't there, All like some these kind of matches we haven't seen like the casket match like the casket match is a speciality of the undertaker we you know hell in a cell match and the casket match is especially a speciality of undertaker's matches and with undertaker gone from wwe it's like the match has also been gone it's nowhere to be seen now we haven't seen a casket match in a while not even a biker chain match we haven't seen since from the ruthless aggression era A Chamber of Horrors match. We haven't seen we have only seen during the uh, WCW era only after that we haven't seen so these kind of I'll say Unconventional type of stipulations should have been there to get that feel of Halloween havoc so that It could have been much more better. The event could have been much more better. Only playing stipulations were like that. Like the TLC match. Only the name changing to TLS. That is S means scare. uh, That didn't mean anything. That was not even so spooky. Kind of thing. That one thing. Yeah. A Devil's Playground match. That was a good thing of bringing back. I liked it. Thumbs up to that. But a TLC match in a halloween havoc it doesn't justify because you because we have already seen a ladder match just a few months ago and again we are seeing another almost a ladder kind ladder match kind of thing again after a few months that doesn't justify a tlc match should be unique and also its sanctity must be there so that's why and also like as i said that kind of charisma or thing characteristic thing spookiness in this whole show weren't as i'll say was there the first special event that took place for the great american bash it had a good build it had good build good matches yeah that it really delivered i'll say the characteristic was good but in this this pay-per-view i'll say not a pay-per-view but a special event i'll say that didn't really i'll say i don't i don't think i didn't i think it didn't hit the bullseye but yeah it did deliver very nicely amazing i'll say it did it should boost up some kind of ratings but i think it didn't deliver that bullseye it should have done because halloween havoc is the it name itself justice justifies halloween havoc halloween means spookiness havoc means to Make mayhem so that kind of thing should have been there so that was missed I'll say that was the down I'll say uh, Only a plain kind of stipulations were there and also all the matches should have been some kind of stipulation So that would have been some great thing But overall it was a great thing If I have to rate the special event, I'll rate about 8.5 out of 10 it, it did a really great thing. So Let's see what happens now next that was my take on Halloween work. Uh, you can also tell me on my next on my insta on my latest instagram post that I'll be posting just just few minutes after this that, that I'll be posting you can comment down below and you can tell me what did you not liked or liked about liked or not liked about the Halloween Havoc event you can tell me also write it down in the comments so if you like my podcast make sure to follow me on Spotify Anchor Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts I'll be there everywhere you can find Fighter Fury podcast search it and Listen to the episodes and also follow the Instagram channel of Fighter Fury Podcast so that you can get the first breaking news from the pro wrestling world. And I'll see you in the next podcast. And also, one thing is that a second episode of What If series is going to come very soon. Maybe this week or next week. So So I'll see you in the next podcast. Peace.